Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast. We try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the agent experience, and why we're all here, improve the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 600-seat call center outsourcer located here in northwestern Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing? It's spring-like here in Erie, PA. It's a great day. It's about 65 degrees. It's kind of nice because two days ago we had seven inches of snow, but I guess that's uh, it's kind of par for the course here. Hey, a uh, quick announcement, and I need some feedback, and, and tell me what you guys uh, would like me to add to this. But in about two weeks, we are going to have an expert coming on the podcast that deals specifically with security in the work-from-home environment, in the contact center work-from-home environment, I should say. And also, we're going to have a nice, long discussion on a question that a lot of you guys ask me, and that's BYOD, or bring your own device. Or basically, should you be giving your agents a computer to work and, and to do their work? Or how do we make it so that we can save that money and have our agents be using their computer or the device that they have already at home. And how do we do that securely? How are we PCI compliant? How are we HIPAA compliant with, with those types of, uh, I guess, the, the new norm of, of how we're all operating? Really excited for that. I just posted on my LinkedIn, if you have any questions on this specifically, I mean, I have a ton of questions, but if there's something that maybe I'm missing that I'd love to hear from you that's specific maybe to your organization, please go on my LinkedIn, uh, check out the post, ask away. I'd love to hear that. Also on the join our SMS texting community. So just text the word security to 814-247-0366. Join our SMS texting community. You can just ask that question there and I will make sure that I see it and I will ask that to to our professional that's, uh, that's coming on. I'm pretty excited about that. We haven't really done a hardcore contact center security from from kind of where we are now um, in a long time or really maybe even ever. So pretty excited. Let me know if you have any thoughts. If there's anything that you want me to add, be more than happy to do that. All right, I want to talk today about something that is, uh, I don't know, people people you know view me as being very agent-centric, which I am. I'm very pro-agent. I think their job can be extremely, extremely difficult. We need to do everything we possibly can to support um, and kind of rah-rah our agents. But there are some things that our agents are responsible for. There are standards that they need to be held to. And some of these things kind of are non-negotiable, right? So again, it's not uh, people keep, I've had some people say, well, how can you kind of correlate those two things of being holding your agents to certain standards, but still being very pro and kind of that nice uh, <laughs> uh, towards towards your agents? Well, there's certain things that our agents know that they need to take care of, right? We talk about attitude and effort, right? We're not going to manage to those. That's something that the agents have to bring every single day or they can't log in. The third aspect, and, and really when you talk about attitude and effort, that's covering things like quality and their tone of voice, right? But the one other thing that I think is the third pillar 
that agents are super responsible for and do not feel weird with holding them to a standard is timeliness, is making sure that they're on time to their shift, that they're coming back from breaks, that they're coming back from lunch, you know, on time. And I think that it's a huge piece of of being a contact center agent. You know, we all have certain specific jobs. Like if you're a computer programmer and you can't program well, right, your manager is going to call you out on that, right? And they're not being mean to you, but that's a core pillar of your job, right? And if you define that that timeliness or or being on time as a core pillar, make sure your agents know that, that that's a core pillar really of their job. So let's talk about some of the things and how to handle this, right? Now, we are not talking about the, you know, I have a sick child and I forgot to talk to my supervisor and I was 20 minutes late. Those are life things that happen. And that's not the, really the the topic that we're talking about here. What we're talking about is that annoying little three minutes, five minutes, four minutes late logging in, you know, two minutes late coming back from lunch, uh, three minutes late from break, right? That sounds like nothing, right? And that's what your agents will say. What do you mean? It's just two minutes. Well, think about this. And this is one of the things I like to tell them is, is guys, there's hundreds and hundreds of agents here, right? If I have every single agent that's five minutes late for their break, that's a total breakdown in our whole structure of efficiency and we're going to have customers that are not going to be happy because we will have some calls that won't get answered. Because remember, no matter what, customers and the call volume doesn't care if we're late. That volume is going to keep coming. And our organizations do everything we possibly can and spend so much money into being as efficient and understanding forecasts and understanding exactly how many reps that we're going to need per 15-minute interval. And we really, it's it's a balancing act of making sure that we are all kind of doing our part. Now, we all understand that there's shrinkage involved here, right? So make sure that you're, you are scheduling in about a 10% per interval shrinkage for call-offs, for somebody who's sick, for somebody who's late. That's still, that is a buffer for efficiency. That's still not a buffer for the agents to kind of take advantage of. Right. So we need to make sure we understand that that's kind of planning for the worst case scenario. That's not something that we want to happen. So when we, we have these agents that are consistently late and normally it's, it's kind of a, a three strike rule and a three strike rule that can be a little bit subjective in a certain period of time. Right. I'm not going to say if you're late three times during a year for lunch uh, for a minute or two, fine. Right. But, but when we have an associate that every single day, is just pushing that envelope and pushing that button, right? Those are the ones that we really got to try to to make sure that we we talk to and we understand. So the first thing is, you know, we're going to have a discussion and I want them to know because a lot of them don't know because a lot of them have started with the organization now when, when we weren't brick and mortar. Remember, all your agents are now work from home. They don't see the kind of the the facial expressions, I guess, right, of, of some agents because a lot of times – Right, we have cert- certain policies and procedures with how many reps could be gone from a team. Like for us, depending on your ratio, it's normally two to three reps. We normally have one person on break, maybe two on lunch if it's that period of time, or or vice versa if it's maybe later in the day. And we might have agents that can't go on their break, can't go on lunch because you're taking three, four minutes extra that they can't that that really are there is their time, 
right? And when we would do this brick and mortar, they would be like, come on, man. Like, can you just please be on time? Um, <laughs> but work from home, they don't see that. So make sure that, first of all, that they understand that there, there's a team dynamic. It's This isn't just like company efficiency. You know, we just need to make the money and make sure that you're sitting in your seat at a certain time. It's not that. Right. It's making sure that our planning is going as well as we possibly can and that we're meeting our team dynamic as much as we can and being a team player um, as well. So if we, you know, again, I, I kind of use that three strike rule. It's normally, you know, in a week or two, if, if, if they're late over a two week period, it's three or more times. We got to have a discussion and kind of talk this stuff through. If you let it go longer than that, it, it becomes their norm. Right, it totally becomes a norm. And here's the other thing that that mistakes that I have made is you can never say, you know, you get a three minute buffer, right? So if you get a a, a twenty minute break, and if as long as you're back within twenty three minutes, you're totally fine. Well, guess what that is? That's a twenty three minute break, right? And then what they do is they come at the twenty fourth minute, so they will use that as the twenty three minutes. You can't do it. It's very difficult, right? You don't want to be a jerk, but at the same point, there's nothing wrong with holding people to that type of standard to say, hey, you know, this is something that we we really deem as important and you really got to kind of toe the line with us on this because there's so many other things that we're kind of giving leeway on. You got to help me out on on this one. That's kind of the discussion that that I would kind of have. If we're still having issues with this, right, there's certain things that we can do. Number one, if, if you guys have seen our attendance uh, multiplier, right? Our associates get paid more money for being on time, right? They get another dollar, 50 cents to a dollar every single week, up to nine weeks that, uh, that they're on time, that they're here, that they're working 100% of their schedule, that they're not back late from a lunch or a break, right? So we say, you know what? We want to not just punish or, or have that stick. But we want to have a carrot for those of you who are doing it, right? So I think that's a huge piece of it to incent proper behavior instead of just kind of, you know, getting that, that stick out for those who are not doing it. So that's one thing that I would suggest to you is, is kind of figure that thing through. But if it does come to it again, so this is tied to their pay, right? So if, if we do have somebody that's consistently late, right? They're going to lose their multiplier. They're going to go back to their normal base rate. They're going to lose all that work that they've done to, to be on time. And. If progressive discipline needs to get involved, then then we have to get progressive discipline involved. I think it's really important. I mean, I hate suspending people. It makes it makes little sense in my mind to suspend people and give them like basically time off. Now, granted, they're not getting paid when they're late and they're not here anyway, right? It's it like it, it doesn't <laughs> it never jived in my head. So I always tried to figure out the the carrot before the stick, especially without. And I've said that like twelve times, but I, I think that that's a Last resort is getting them to a point where, you know, there's a suspension or you know, they're sending them home for the day. But that's kind of the last piece where you're trying to kind of scare them straight and into, into being, hey, this is one of our core things that we really need. We give on a lot of other things. We really can't give on efficiency. We can't give on timeliness. We have to make sure that this is not only a pro-organizational thing, but it's a pro-team thing as well for for all the members of your team to kind of make sure that it's all running smoothly. And it's a headache. It's a headache to just constantly be talking to a rep, not about their QA scores or how well they're doing, but talking about two minutes left and and they're they're late for lunch or <laughs> coming back from lunch. So again, 
that's my little take on that. I hope that that maybe helps or at least get you thinking on some of the things that I've made mistakes on or some of the ways that, that you can help your organization. But I guess don't be afraid of it, right? Don't be afraid to say, and maybe that's not one of your, your core pillars, but what are your pillars? What are your three things that, that really you can't bend on? And make sure that your agents understand that, that they know it. And, you know, you're going to get some leeway in other things, but guys, you got to work with me on this, this main, main core thing. So again, I hope that that's, uh, that's helpful. I love you guys. Excited for the podcast that we have kind of coming up. I think it's going to be really, really helpful to, to kind of really talk through the security aspect of, of what we're going to be doing. Um, and we got a lot planned for this year, you know, from our NFT project that's going to happen. Uh, we're really working on that. There should be more out on that in the next couple of weeks for, kind of private access to me and, and and me helping your teams and and you with any issues that that you may have. Again, join our uh, LinkedIn call center tips and tactics group. Uh, we've had a couple questions this week that I think were answered. And also I just sent out 25 bucks. So if you want a free book, you know, you can buy a, a digital copy on Amazon or you can buy a, the paperback on Amazon too. It's uh, advice from a call center geek 3.0, or you just shoot me your address and I'll send you one for free. I'm not trying to make any money off of it. In fact, I'm kind of losing money on uh, on postage, but I'm totally fine with that. I want to get it in your hands. I want to try to add value, try to help you guys uh, in any way I can for the experiences that that I have had with, with running the contact center. So again, uh, love all you guys. Keep the messages coming. Love to see some more uh, reviews. If you have some positive reviews, especially on iTunes or, or Spotify, that would be awesome. But I will, uh, I'll talk to all you guys next week.